that. Be sure to hit that like button, share this content. Let's go! It's your brother from another mother, no other. Don't look like Danny Glover, but I keep it cool with you and you. And you over there. Let's go. Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy ranked low plus OTAs updates and more. Yeah. Let's get it. Happy Friday to you and you. I hope all is well. Um, as we continue to displace our gratifications of the nation. Without hesitations, let's get it. Let me know if you can hear audio. Give me a thumbs up. Shout out to you, J Business. Back at business with the nation. Appreciate you. Come on. Mama said there'll be days just like this. Life like this, I wish raindrops would fall. Life like this, I wish. Yo. Life like this, I wish raindrops would fall. What's up, y'all? Appreciate y'all, man, so much for tuning in. Appreciate you and you and you and you, all of you all. Shout out to the notification squad, squad up. Of course, uh, it's Friday. Ain't nothing like Friday. You know, it got the big weekend and things like that uh, uh, to go about. And in the beginning, appreciate you, Jay Business. Appreciate you, Burnett. Thank you, Disbanded. Appreciate you for jumping in. So uh, let's get right to it. On 105.3, the fan, they brought in the guy who presented this coaching ranking list. And he had the, dare I say, Mike McCarthy, 21st rank. Can y'all see that on the list? He got a plethora of, of other coaches ahead of big Mike McCarthy. Now, for those who are watching right now, do y'all have Mike McCarthy right around that spot? Is Riverboat Ron Rivera better than Mike, right? Is Matt LaFleur better than Mike McCarthy, right? Um, they gave grace and mercy to Sean Payton. He have not been coaching last season, but now he's back and he's number four. One can argue that both of their resumes, Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton resume are very similar, right? And I'm not sitting here banging on the table saying that, hey, I'm team Big Mike. You know, I'm not saying that. <laughs> it, it took a minute for me to buy into Mike McCarthy's philosophy, and I'm quite sure that everyone that's watching and everyone that's listening, you'd rather have Mike McCarthy than Jason Garrett, right? <laughs> you know, hey, I don't think people beating down the bush saying, hey, man, bring back Jason, man. Jason was that dude for us, man. So I'm quite sure that you all, that you over there, that you over there, and you over there that's watching, you would prefer Big Mike McCarthy or is this all the same? We need to be thinking big. Oh, we need to be thinking big. <laughs> we need to be thinking big. 
You need to be thinking big. Or are we thinking small or we thinking big, you know? <laughs> there was a mistake hitting that button, but hey, it fit right on in, though. <laughs> Even in the mistake, it fit right in, right? So what I'm saying is, bear with me. Bear with me when we say this. Give me Big Mike, man. We thinking big over here. <laughs> we ain't thinking small. FBI, oh, wait, my God. Fatality. <laughs> all right, man. I, I, at least I made some of you all laugh today. You know, that's what it's about. Laughter. Love is in the air. Thank you. You know, all of that good stuff. Did, and on the line is Odyssey NFL Insider Ross Tucker. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. Download the free BetQL app right now and get instant access to the industry's most advanced suite of sports betting tools right at your fingertips. What are you doing, man? Yeah. So, well, first of all, did you just say that Mike McCarthy had back-to-back 12-win seasons with a title? No. What, what title are you talking about? coaching career in Green Bay, he has a title. Can you hear audio? Oh, yeah, that's right. So you're telling me – oh, you're, you're remembering the one season out of the 13 when he had a top-five quarterback in Brett Favre and Rodgers that he actually got to the Super Bowl. You're doing, yes, You're doing the same with Sean Payton at four. You're doing the same with Sean Payton at four. I think that the Packers teams that he coached right. had more talent than the Saints teams. I think okay. Favre and Aaron Rodgers were better than Breeze. All right, so before we're we going to do a lot of little stop here and there, here's what I got to say here. They acting like Sean Payton – Drew Brees, I think at some point they had Reggie Bush, they had Sproles, they had Michael Thomas. They, who else they had? They had some wide receivers. Uh, oh, what's the kid that was pretty much undrafted, catching everything, Jimmy Graham. They had weapons, man. Come on, man. I, I get it, you know. I, I get it. Green Bay, you know, they made some moves or what have you, but they haven't been known for going out, grabbing Weapons for their wide receiver for the for the wide receiver core for Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not trying to set up a camp to say, hey, Green Bay Packers had some weapons. No, no, no. But Green Bay Packers did have some weapons themselves. Charles Woodson, right? We talked about Cullen Jenkins, BJ Raji, uh, Clay Matthews. The year that they won the Super Bowl, I believe he had like eleven to twelve sacks or what have you. But let let's continue to listen to both areas of their conversation because both of those teams respectfully the Saints had weapons and the Green Bay Packers had weapons and I'm not fit to sit here and say well Sean Payton is light years ahead of Mike McCarthy and Mike McCarthy is light years ahead of Sean Payton but both of those boys are better than Jason Garrett, right? <laughs> let's go. Let's be real with that one. Both of them boys better than Jason Garrett. <laughs> and also, the Saints went to two Super Bowls. I don't care what anybody says about the Rams going with Jared Goff. That Super Bowl appearance was robbed from the Saints. You guys, everybody oh. with a brain knows that the Saints were going to the Super Bowl. Oh, the which were not for the worst call in the history of the NFL playoffs, so the we're history. giving him that. We're giving him that Super Bowl that he didn't go to. <laughs> I am saying that the Saints that year made a Super Bowl appearance. I'm not saying they won. I'm not saying they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I am saying 
the Saints won that game and went to the Super Bowl. Yes, in my in my world. Listen, first of all, since when are you guys the like little defensive? Oh, somebody's saying something bad about my team. Like, since when is that how you guys roll? Yeah, uh, my guy Action Powell says uh, no law. Sean Payton and Breeze made them weapons look. Is it grand or 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 Graham sense? What what are you saying? Like those weapons look good because we can say the same with uh, Greg Jennings and Jordy Nelson. None of those boys were drafted earlier in the uh, draft or what have you for the Green Bay. And I'm not trying to make the argument on Green Bay versus Saints. But what I'm saying is the results are pretty much similar, right? The the results from the coaching aspect is still similar. Reggie Bush, he was a high premium draft pick, right? And you had Drew Brees. You had weapons. So you you'd be crazy to say that the Saints didn't have weapons. And I I can't I can't I can't put it like this. I'm not finna sit here and say Drew Brees was throwing to nothing. I'm not finna say that. And I'm not finna sit here and say that Aaron Rodgers didn't have nothing. Both of those teams were coached up by both of those kinds of caliber of coaches. And on top of that, their results were similar. But let's listen to let's listen to what these guys have to say. You know, Reggie Bush was gonna be Reggie Bush no matter where he went. This is from JT. Yes, indeed. And and, and <laughs> we're going to get into some conversations like that down the line, but let's listen to we, it. We, we, <laughs> we don't care if someone says something bad, but when you're like really, really disrespectful and where, I, where I, do you think McCarthy should be? 14, 32. 15? How can he be above? <laughs> he said how 32 can he be behind Bobby. Ron Rivera. How can he be behind Kevin O'Connell, Dan Campbell, Arthur uh, Smith. Kevin O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell won thirteen games last in, year. In arguably the flukiest. Yeah. Why are they? Why are they dismantling their team? Why are they breaking it up? You know it was Hold a fluke a season. Hold on a second. They won every close game. Do you think if Mike McCarthy was the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings last year, that they would have won thirteen games and all those close games? No, you don't. Yeah, that's anecdotal. But I, I can tell you that uh, the Cowboys, they did beat Detroit. They did beat the Minnesota Vikings. And if you want to look at it from the aspect, Kevin O'Connell, he couldn't get that particular offense moving on the Cowboys. I think they only scored like three points, and that was a give me, right? And then the Detroit, yes, Dan Campbell, he got some good promising. He's come from Sean Payton, right, from that tree. Or you can literally say that he's a Bill Parcells tree guy, right? And you are known from the trees that you, you know, your offsprings, right? So I get all of that. But to put them and place them ahead of Mike McCarthy, this is straight up, is idiotic to me. To me, like, like literally, what did the Washington team did in these last few years, right? You know, they won one divisional uh, uh, championship, well, one divisional um, rankings, and that was, uh, they won a division, I meant to say, I'm sorry. Uh, it, it was in 2020, right? The pandemic, and that was only one more game than the Cowboys, right? I think their record ended up, they ended up winning seven games. We went, we won six games. Ron is not a better coach than Mike McCarthy. 
This, this this is just crazy. But let's listen. And even the uh, L.A. Rams coach, or or not the L.A. Ram coach, uh, the L.A. Chargers coach. Come on, y'all. Come on, man. Arthur Smith. Come on, yeah, Big P. Come on, man. Think that you know they wouldn't have. So oh, kind of he lost to Daniel Jones in a playoff game at home. Which is why Brian Dayball's eight. Do you think Mike McCarthy? <laughs> do you think Mike McCarthy, if he were the coach of the Giants last year, would have gotten the Giants into the playoff and won a road playoff game? No chance. Do you know who Cooper no Rush? Do you know who Cooper Rush is? Did you forget Cooper Rush? <laughs> That's the best thing McCarthy has going for him. The the most impressive thing to me that he's done as a coach is winning the games with the backup quarterbacks. That's that's the most. But by the way, even the twelve wins the last couple of years, it's mainly Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn. I mean, do you know the Cowboys? We talked about this on the Fantasy Feast podcast this week, which by the way Kellen everybody Moore. should subscribe and listen to. Oh, do you know the Cowboys the last four years are second in the NFL in yards and points, and that includes the times that Dak has gotten hurt and Andy Dalton was out there or Cooper Rush, or your boy Danucci, second in the NFL behind the Chiefs in both points and yards. Good thing you guys fired Kellen Moore. Good thing you... <laughs> well, that's bull sugar because when you look at the numbers, even if last year, if you look at the numbers, when Ford was out of the situation, the Cowboys in, in points were ranked 26-27th in the National Football League. And in total yards, the yards came from more, majority of the yards came from running the ball. And truth be told, somebody told me that the rush plays that were installed when Dak went out wasn't killing more. But that's a whole nother storyline there. But when we look at the, what, 2020 season, the 2020 season, we couldn't muster up enough points. We had issues with the offense because after Dak Prescott got hurt, somehow we stopped scoring scores and stuff like that, putting up money. So, hmm, the math ain't math, uh, uh, Tuck. Come on, man. Come on, Ross Tucker. Get rid of that guy. And McCarthy gets no credit for being yeah. a you know, great head coach. Hands off, let Kellen do his thing. Listen, listen, in all sincerity, if you guys go through that list, I think – all the way until like Sala at 25, I would describe those guys as good coaches. Like the Bills fans are destroying me. That's my favorite <laughs> team I played for was the Bills. As they should. And they're killing me for having McDermott at 22. How is McDermott listen, at 22? I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. Who are the three best quarterbacks in the NFL right now? Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Burrow. Okay, all right. So Mahomes has started for six years. True. They've gone to the AFC Championship game all six years. They've gone to three Super Bowls. They've won two of them. Joe Burrow has been healthy for two years. They've gone to two conference championship games and one Super Bowl. Josh Allen's been the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills for five years. They've gone to one conference championship game. Oh, let's pause it right here. You see, you can't use that. That, that is also anecdotal information because here's how Joe Burrow made it to those actual games. The defense stood up and stood tall, right? Look, we go back to the Tennessee Titans game. How many INTs did the uh, uh, Tennessee Titans 
uh, quarterback through? Can somebody put that in the chat? Even if we can go back last season, last season, at the one, the the Ravens' backup quarterback had Joe, Joe Burrow's with that L. He he literally had the L. It took Sam Herbert right to force the fumble or pick up the fumble and take it the distance for them to win that game. So you can't really put it all on the coaching staff plus quarterback in those type of moments. Hey, uh, Jared says uh, Tannehill threw three INTs, costly three INTs, right? But I'm not taking away from Burroughs, but I'm definitely not finna add to the coaching staff for those things and for the quarterback too. So you got to look at it like this. Yes, yes, Josh Allen in the playoffs is a phenomenal guy throughout the regular season, but collectively you can't really paint everyone with the same brush as it relates to playoff numbers because if we can do that, then we have to put Jimmy Garoppolo as one of the best playoff quarterbacks in the last five years from the NFC when he was on this side because they won so many playoff games. He literally knocked out the Cowboys in 2021, and on top of that, they knocked out back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers. If you if you really want to use those type of evidence as, hey, this must be good coaching, good quarterback, you can't use it that way. But that's a whole nother storyline because I love when people don't use empirical evidence. They use this anecdotal stuff and they say, okay, this got to be the truth. Truth. This got to be the real thing, right? Come on, baby. And when you start contextualizing everything, not just a few things, everything, we know for sure that Mike McCarthy, big Mike McCarthy didn't have full freedom over here. He had to add here to what's above, right? Come on, man. We all know that. I digress. Let's let's get this thing going. Let's let's go. One, and then how about this? Remember, the, let's let's talk about the playoffs. Let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. No, no, <laughs> 2019. They're up by 18 points in the wild card game against the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. They blow it. They blow it. 2020. They're in. Uh, they go to Kansas City in the conference championship game. They had as much talent as the Chiefs that year. They get blown out of the water. Not even close. The real kicker is 2021. They're winning the game with 13 seconds left. Break it out. Dermot doesn't call a squib kick. He calls a touchback. You know, a kick, kicks in the end zone. You call a squib kick to run some time <laughs> off the clock. He blew it against the Chiefs in 21. Squib, and then, guys, yeah. I broadcast both of their 22 playoff games. Well. And what do you know? So we got Andy Reid as number one coach. You see, you got him as number one coach, and you're explaining this to what the number 22nd coach did, right? So that way, yeah, you can look at it from those angles, but you can't for sure look at it from the other angles. But let's go. They barely beat Skylar Thompson, Mm -hmm. the Dolphins, 34-31. Skylar Thompson in Buffalo. And then I was on the sideline the next week when they played the Bengals. They got thoroughly outcoached. Joe Burrow knew where to go with the ball before he got the ball every snap. Josh Allen standing back there. It's in Buffalo, in the snow, in a playoff game, and they get annihilated. All right, so 
let me be devil's advocate to what all he said, you know, and, and, and I'm just being objective with my reasonings here. Push back a little bit. Because in Dallas land, it's the quarterback, not the coach, right? So if that's the argument, is it the coach or is it Joshua Allen? You know, would they be in the same boat if they didn't had Joe Burrows and Josh Allen was over there, right? Or would they be in the same boat if Andy Reid had Josh Allen and they had my guy Pat Mahomes? You see, now we can start talking about this, right, on how coaching do matter. You know, because I'm looking at this list and everything that he explained, is this a year-to-year ranking or this is a total body of work type of ranking? Because if it's year-to-year, then why in the hell Bill Belichick is there at number two? You know, (laughs) because you got to start doing some explaining and moving some things around. So that makes the whole entire list flawed, in my opinion. But let's listen to more because this is fun, baby. (laughs) Let's go. Annihilated. Look, coaching is doing what you have with the players you were given. Do I think Mike McCarthy would have won seven games the last two years as the head coach of the Falcons each year? No, I don't. I think Arthur Smith. Do I think Arthur Smith would have won 12 games as the coach of the Cowboys the last two years? Yeah, I do. That's why Arthur Smith is ranked ahead of McCarthy. <laughs> we're talking with Ross. These are win totals. Look at what these teams are supposed to win and what the coaches does on top of that. We're talking with Ross Tucker here. Ross, first off, I just wanted to say. Uh, so so with that saying, technically, if you're at the 21st spot, anybody could have won those 12 games last season and the season before that. Anybody. Look. We just moving the furniture around on the Titanic. We literally could have kept Jason Garrett, right? And we would have gotten the same results, right? <laughs> we would have had the exact, who believes that? You know, if we were to just go out there and grab any of these coaches and basically we would have been back-to-back 12 and 5, 12 and 5 years and maybe one playoff win. Or, matter of fact, from where he's going and where he's leaning on, we could have just kept Kellen Moore. Right. And got rid of Big Mike because from his opinion, from his thought track and from his knowledge and levels of information of the game, he's basically saying that Kellen Moore is a better prepared head coach than Big Mike. If if given the opportunity. Just based off of what his knowledge and his assessment is, because he played in the National Football League, so that should throw everything else out. It don't. The math still ain't mathing, though, right? Because if Kellen Moore was that great of a person in as a coach, then why? Oh, why, I ain't gonna go down that way. We we listen to more what he had to say. Let's let's listen. Uh, I thought your ranking of McCarthy was fantastic. Um, <laughs> really, really, really spot on job there. They're terrible. I uh, listen to me. Listen to me. By no. the way, he's a he's a good coach, I'll... and and you could put him at sixteen or eighteen. Does it really make a difference? The point is, is he's not like a top ten, top fifteen coach. So I mean, thirteen years he had a top five quarterback in Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and they went to one Super Bowl. Thirteen. I mean, Brady goes every year. It's Sean Payton Wait a minute. I mean, Breeze was top five in the league his entire time there until maybe like last year. You know what's interesting about that? That they're I, identical? I give – no, no, no. I, well, first of all, I think Payton went to two Super Bowls. We already talked about that part of it. But secondly, <laughs> Was that the conference title yeah, game, by yeah, the way? Against the Rams, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Secondly, though, um, 
I, it, it's fair or not, I give Peyton more credit for how good Drew Brees became in that offense because I saw Drew Brees with the Chargers. Man, get out of here, man. Get out of here, man. Drew, Drew Brees, look up Drew Brees last year at the Chargers, too, before uh, he spit this rhetoric. And I hate to do this, but I'm going to do this anyway. Hands down, who was a better quarterback, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? And if, and hear me out, put the butter knife down. Put, the, put that butter knife down. You pick up Peyton Manning, right? Since we want to do this make-believe stuff. And you put Peyton Manning, that big dolphin head Manning, that head, that cantankerous head, right? Well, of all of the knowledge and the information of the game. You put him in with Bill Belichick, not taken away from Tom Brady. What you think they would be able to do, right? With Peyton Manning. And I'm not shortchanging Tom Brady. I'm not. I'm not. Tom Brady is the GOAT. He earned that right to be called the GOAT. He got more rings than anybody can count. But come on, just pure football when you watch the tape. Now, I know Tom Brady got that turn on factor. But, man, hands down, if you had a choice and an option to pick Bill Belichick plus Tom Tom Brady or Bill Belichick plus Peyton Manning or, you know, if you put Tom Brady on the coats, you think that they would have get the same results? Come on, y'all. Come on. That's that's why I was saying basically, and I know y'all finna shake me with the butter knife, and I know y'all finna say shame, Lord, shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> shame. Y'all know y'all finna hear that from me. If you pick up Tony Romo, hear me out, hear me out, and you put him on the New Orleans Saints with Sean Payton, right? Or you just pick Sean Payton and put him over here in Dallas, juxtaposed to Jason Garrett. I believe that there should have been, a, there would have been, not should have, would have been at least one Super Bowl appearance. The same level of energy. If you pick up Big Mike McCarthy, and I get it, I know a lot of people will say, hey, man, you know, Jason Garrett was just as good as Mike McCarthy. Bull sugar. If you pick Mike McCarthy and you put him on the Cowboys dead, right, <laughs> we would have been at least to one of them, right? Come on, y'all. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but people fail to realize that it, it, coaching do matters. Coaching do matter. Look, for example, Bill Parcells, when he was here, he took Quincy Carter, Carter, to the playoffs. He was able to get him to the playoffs. And if he wasn't on that other stuff, he, we probably went back to back. He took an undrafted guy by the name of Tony Romo, you know, and they were able to get to the playoffs. I digress. <laughs> this is a lot of hypothetical stuff, Law. We talking about now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, William, but you get what I'm saying. It, it, it's all within context on how he judged and put this list together. That's all I'm saying. Come on. Drew Brees was way better with Peyton in New Orleans than he was with what we saw when he was in the, with the Chargers. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers, when he was with McCarthy, was really, really good, obviously. But then McCarthy leaves, and the guy wins back-to-back -back MVPs. Yeah, how many playoff games? McCarthy, that Rodgers, like, had a total renaissance after he left. He couldn't beat the so, Niners, though. Well, you know, he was one and done. 
Why, why he don't get that label? How can one be good on one end, right, to fit the narrative as, as it relates to 2010 Super Bowl champ Aaron Rodgers, the greatest thing, the man with the golden arm. Oh, woo! You know, nobody can do, do, do nothing better than Aaron Rodgers, one of the most athletic quarterback known to man, right? And now, finally, you're seeing Peyton, uh, not Peyton, but uh, my guy, um, uh, well, I guess you can't say Peyton Manning, at that time frame, but now you are seeing literally other guys like the Pat Mahomes of the world throwing their ball all around, similar to good old Aaron Rodgers, but at the time, nobody can throw better than Aaron Rodgers. But how can one be good and one not the other? You know what I'm saying? Because how is this possible? Back-to-back MVPs and you won and done in the playoff and nobody bring that up. And on top of that, the last time in 2021 with the third-ranked defense in the National Football League and you still couldn't beat the Niners. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Can somebody point that out? And excuse me, he had a good running back out of Aaron Jones who is one of the top five running backs at the time. Some, somebody can argue that he's probably top three at the time. And Devontae Adams, the best wide receiver in the National Football League. Come on. Why is he one and done? Ross, when you look at, you have Nick Sirianni, number five, and McCarthy, 21. And I agree, I'm not the biggest McCarthy fan at all. Uh, but last year, uh, Cowboys went 12 and five. You, you think he did limited work with what he was dealt. So given that they were pretty close to the Eagles in record and point differential, but they had a top five coach and the Cowboys had a 21, does that mean that coaching was the difference and the Cowboys actually have a better team than the Eagles? Ooh. So, um, well, first of all, you know, <laughs> yeah. Sean and RJ will tell you I only have Sirianni 5 because I'm a whole Yeah, he's in Philly, I believe. Hey, yeah, but, you, yeah. but you had Gannon and Steichen at the bottom of the list, so... No, 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 but that's because they haven't coached yet. I had the, the three first-time guys, I just put the last, the last three spots. because you, how, how do you judge a, a guy that hasn't coached yet? I judged every guy by what they've done. Oh, uh, bullshit, man. So you, you, you at least, least got to put D'Amico Ryans above Steichen. You know what I'm saying? You got to at least put him above uh, the other two guys. This is their first time in their, in their particular system and scheme. So why you put D'Amico there? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm quite sure they were really known for their defense and how they were able to prepare their units and things like that. But I get it. That's your list. That's your list. But let's go. With what they've had for how long they've done it. People forget, guys. Sirianni, okay, 2020, the Eagles won four games. And the owner fires Doug Peterson and comes out and says, it's going to be a transition year. I mean, that's as close to an owner saying, like, a rebuild, as anybody will say. They, they trade Wentz. They take $30 million of dead cap money. And they, went, they made the playoffs. And by the way, Hurts didn't even play that well at, at all. And midway through the year, they decided to just run Hurts. Nobody thought the Eagles were going to make the playoffs in 21. He actually did a better coaching job in 21, probably than did this past year. This past year, the Eagles were loaded. But remember this, okay? Nobody said they were loaded before the year. When we talked last year, the Eagles' season win total was 9.5. So it's easy to look back on it now and say, oh, I could have coached that team with that roster. Nobody was saying that before the year. They were saying, oh, Jalen Hurts isn't that good. Eagles' season win total is 9.5. 
you could honestly do those rankings. Just look at what their season wins. Man, over. this dude is speaking out of the you know what. Everybody, mama, uncle, cousin was saying this has got to be a Super Bowl or bust. They're going all in. They're going all in. They, when they went and got A.J. Brown, they didn't stop at Zach Pascal. And when they went and made all of those acquisitions as it relates to the defensive side of the corn, everybody was saying Super Bowl or bust. That they was coming off of a 9-8 and eight team uh, uh, year last the season before. And they looking to re revamp some of the things and put more and more opportunity. This will be a make or break year for Jalen Hurts. But nobody was sitting there saying that the Eagles won't even make it to the playoffs. Uh, l- let me know what analysts were saying that they were Super Bowl favorites. They were, you know, so I y'all let me know who, which analysts were saying like, hey, man, they did all of that move, but they ain't going to do nothing. Everybody was penciling them in as Super Bowl. And the argument that if anybody want to take something away from us, we were saying from the Cowboys world, right, of hating on the Eagles from the fact that they didn't close the gap. They didn't close the 20-point gap because every time we played them, we was beating those boys by 20 to 30 points. And we were saying, ah, they, what, they closed the gap by a touchdown or such? And to be fair, to be fair, um, they beat us last season, right, the first time we played them. And did you guys know? When four, Rain Dakota Prescott is on the field, though. The last time they beat us was in 2019. That's a long time ago, right? That's many of seasons ago. But when four is on the field, don't y'all know that that brother, he averaged 37 points per game versus the Eagles? 37 points. 37, it, it could be close to 40. I might be shortchanging the man. And my whole argument, yeah, Jalen Hurts is cool and all. Yeah, he getting paid a lot of good money. But he never scored over 30 points versus the Cowboys. He going to have to figure out ways to score more points. So that was even my argument for those who are saying, hey, man, hey, if the Eagles get DeAndre Hopkins, it's over. Unless he's going to play some DB action, sure, we still going to put up 40. And last year, last year when we played, dare I say, the Eagles, let me know which defensive guy was hurt that didn't play on the field if they want to go back and forth and say, well, you know what, Dak put up 40 points last year on the Eagles, but it wasn't because of their starters bull sugar because I think all of their starters played. And we gifted them seven points. We said, huh, Dak drops back. And he said, you know what, I'm going to be tired of throwing touchdowns to all of the Cowboy players. Let me just hit up one of my guys on the Eagles squad. You know, why don't you go ahead and score? And we gave them money, and they still didn't cash it in. The only team that been stopping the Cowboys from, 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 from being successful in these last few years been the doggone 49ers. <laughs> them doggone 49ers had all, <laughs> them doggone guys had, had all playing card, man. They just got it, you know. And I'm to the degree of saying that it's Domico Ryans, right? <laughs> he got all playing card, man. <laughs> Somehow he just got all playing card, you know. But that's a whole other story. Let's go. Was. Before the year, and then, and that's what everybody, that's the consensus of what people thought they would win and what they ended up actually doing. Two years, Sirianni, very, very impressive. Now, they lost both coordinators, so we'll see. 
I mean, these rankings will change a decent amount next year yeah. as we have a whole other year to judge <laughs> these guys. The other thing I would tell you guys, there's not as much of a difference. Like, I know the way it works, right? Like, 21, oh, my gosh. Can you do something for me? There's not much of a difference between, like, the guy at 12 and the guy at 20. Like, it, 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 they're all pretty, <laughs> it's, like, it's the same thing where you talk about, like, like, talk about the quarterbacks in the AFC, right? Like, if you actually rank the quarterbacks in the AFC. No, 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 dog. This, is, this ain't the same. 32. What's half of 32 for those who are out there that can do that math really well? You know, what's half of 32? So, and if you're on the bottom half of it, that means you're the bottom half of the coaching. You can't, you can't put lipstick over this pig. Come on, man. You know, if you're on the front half of it, meaning that if you're the top 10, you're on the front half of the National Football League. 16. Shout out to you, Matt. You know, so it's 32 teams. And you got doggone Mike McCarthy who coming off of 12 and 5, 12 and 5 years on the bottom half. You just how it is, you know. So he's on the uh, as we used to call, it, hey man, that's a mud duck right there, you know. <laughs> he on the mud duck side of it, you know. So let's listen to what else he have to say. Like Dolphins fans will go nuts because you'll say two is like the seventh or eighth best quarterback. Like what? Two, seven, three. He could have been MVP. Like, yeah, but then you're like, okay, bro. We'll let Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and and Josh Allen and Burrow and Herbert. Like you start actually counting the guys, and two is not that high. Oh, so your spin on it is we're just in an elite coaching right. league. It's, it's just never I, been better. It's not like it's not like telling everybody girl, you're kind of ugly. But hey, everyone else everybody in the, else, everyone I'm else in the room is, is ugly is, too. Is I I honestly think that like even like twenty three I think is Stefanski. I mean, oh come on, man. All right, man. It was good. It was a good situation. Shout out to them. Uh, I'm a I'm gonna post the full interview here. You guys can. There's about ten minutes left on that. And you guys can find it there. <laughs> Girl, you pretty compared to a duck. You know what I'm saying? Girl, you pretty compared to a, a donkey. You know? Now, come on, man. How you going to do that? You know, that that is a good analogy, though. <laughs> Girl, you ugly. You ugly compared to Beyonce. You know? You know, you would be up there. You know? But, 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 but you just kind of, you ain't all the way ugly, but you kind of ugly. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you, you, you pretty girl, you beautiful compared to an alligator. You know, come on, man, I'm dead over here. You can't, you can't say that. You know, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite movies, Liar Liar. You know, he was uh, sit, put in a situation where he couldn't lie, and he wanted to advance in his career. He wanted to advance in his uh, job or what have you. He was a lawyer, and most lawyers, you don't make a lot of money till you make partner. Right. So some lawyers are making forty five to maybe fifty thousand dollars before they make partner. It can jump all the way up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or more. Right. So to make a long story short, he had to sleep with one of his bosses. Right. But his son cast a spell on him and he couldn't tell a lie. So afterwards, you know, and he was laying in the bed and she was like, so how was it? And he was like, <clears throat> had better. She, she was like, what? 
had better, you know. So sometimes people want the lie to kick it. You know what I'm saying? They they know it wasn't the best, but they just want to hear it. It was the best because of the situation they are in. And this list right here, you know, I've seen better. You know how it goes, y'all. Come on, baby. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna read some of y'all comments, man. Appreciate y'all, and then we're gonna go to the second wave of this uh, conversation, but. Shout out to Tucker. Shout out to Ross Tucker for his independent list right here. And that that was based upon his view, his knowledge of it, right? And his thoughts of what's all going on with the coaching staff in the National Football League. Granted, when we start talking about validations and creditations and things like that, he is credited and validated, right? Because he played in a National Football League. But y'all already know those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. And those are just his thoughts, not saying, or his opinions, not saying that they are facts, right? So we come here for the truth. And I know y'all would love to see and hear the truth from Law Nation. And that's why we're here. And even if you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud. Say it, when you it. pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud, too. Yes, indeed. Baby, so y'all get where I'm coming from, right? All right, so let's listen to this um this other audio, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Let me see if I can get this audio to, together. Thank you all for being part of the nation. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> let me know how y'all feel about that list, though. Jay Verse, appreciate you. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Uh, v Peaks, appreciate you, man. Shout out to you as well. Uh, who else? I'm leaving out someone. I see y'all. Appreciate you, man. Dak zero and zero in Super Bowl. You're right. <laughs> he he is zero and zero in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So <clears throat> with that being said, let's let's get right on over here to this other conversation. More of the Cowboys and, and what we are trying to do over here, juxtaposed to what we just heard from over there. And I think it was right at the six minute marker. Y'all bear with me. Here we go. Boom. Let's listen to this audio. Can y'all hear audio? This season. Can yeah, he can. Definitely. When you're just throwing to him, it stands out. His speed is different than many others. But um, as I said, once again, just the way he approaches the game is knowledge. He's already been helping CD, helping those young guys, playing cornerback, teaching them little nuances of, of, of the route running that um, is going to be huge for me and is going to be huge for the room. It's special, especially when you come, you're a part of something that's already uh, been moving the train. At a They're talking about the coaching staff and, and the players. Uh, you just want to come in, fit in, and come in and make plays and uh, be a part of the guys and continue to have fun. I'm excited. Um, Dan Quinn, a great coach. Um, they had a great defense last year. And I'm just trying to you know, bring my, my um, athletic ability on the team and make plays for the defense because it was already good. So just trying to you know, make them better. Two excellent veteran. I mean, just, just their veteran experience and, and their ability speaks for itself. I mean, they've been everything uh, we thought they'd be, but the professionalism is top-notch. Being, being you know, with the offense and being around Brandon, um, just just so happy he's here. So, so if you guys go to thecowboys.com uh, or uh, to their YouTube page, and uh, you will see some of the highlights of uh, Brandon Cooks running some good routes and stopping on a dime. He's so explosive coming off of his releases. And uh, trust me, it's very explosive. And I'm not, I'm not gaslighting the guy. I'm not hyping him up. I just know for sure. I know releases when I see it. And I know as a defensive back, 
You ain't going to want to press that. No, you're going to be sitting there like, man, I'm going to seven step that one, you know, and I'm going to make sure I got uh, over the top help because and then I'm going to keep my uh, eyes down inside on the waistline to make sure I can learn his gauges and when he cut. But he's so crafty with his release leases that if if healthy, this, this may be one of Dak Prescott's and Coach Mike McCarthy's better years. Uh, and and they, they had the, uh, from CBS, top five new QB wide receivers duos. And, of course, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's going to get that with Garrett Wilson. And then they have uh, Dak Prescott, number two, uh, with Brandon Cooks. Then Trevor Lawrence with Calvin Ridley. Fields with DJ Moore, who is one of my dogs. I've been banging on the table for DJ Moore. Uh, Lamar Jackson and Odell Beckham. So this is new duos right here, and I can't wait to see the combination actions of it. Uh, Here's what I want to say here, and I know it's going to sound like, hey, Law, you you sitting back here uh, always saying the positive things about Dak Prescott, right? That's what y'all are going to say. But in actuality, hear me out. He did have a broken thumb last season. And on top of that, he's not the type of guy that will complain. I'm quite sure that at least some of those INTs were a direct result of the broken thumb. He's not admitting it by him not admitting it or what have you. It is what it is. We all playing through some type of battles of injuries. Just like when I was able to identify even with Michael Gallup last year. Hey, man, his explosion. It's not really there. That spring, that pop that he used to have getting off the LOS, which he really didn't get a lot of separation at that point. Anyhow, it wasn't there. High pointing the ball. You've seen it sometimes, but then it dissipates and goes away. Well, it's there now, you know. And it took a whole year for him to say, yeah, you know what? I was, I was in my mind worried about, worried about my legs, worried about if I jump up, can I come down and land secure and safely? Those are issues, right? So hopefully now when the real game is on, because there's no pads out there now, that we can see a better Michael Gallup, a better Dak Prescott, and even on the defensive side of the corn, a better Damone Clark, because around this time he wasn't practicing with the team. Yeah, y'all get those likes up, you know. Yes, I see you. I see Jay Biddens. McCarthy, he's been a part of a lot of explosive offenses everywhere he's been uh, as a head coach in Green Bay. He's obviously here, um, and that's what you, you feel. He wants to be explosive and dynamic from all his players. For sure, you know, anytime you go somewhere new, it's like you know, a breath of fresh air, um, a new opportunity. And uh, got a, some good young players, you know, they always keep you going, so I'm just looking forward to the opportunity. You know, I just got to prove myself like I always do, and, and you know, and just go out there and play for my teammates. Me and Steph, we probably talk twice a week, you know, since the moment we played together in New England. Uh, you know, uh, that's just what it is. But especially during this time, uh, I, I feel like those phone calls are happening a little bit more for sure. Now, I know there's been a lot of chatter on social media about whether or not Brandon Cooks and Stefan Gilmore are too old to make an impact on this team. But you have to remember, these are guys who have already laid the foundation for their careers. Brandon Cooks has had four 1,000-yard seasons as a wide receiver. And Stefan Gilmore won Defensive Player of the Year for the AFC back in 2019. Both of these guys are locked in going into the 2023 season. And like I said earlier, both of them are ready to turn some heads this season. 
No doubt, man. Appreciate her. Uh, great analysis. Great uh, breakdown there, Cowboy Nation. Yeah, so those boys, shoo, just wait on it, y'all. Ooh-wee, man. Just wait on it. Uh, if you can type, you can like DC4L. Man, appreciate you, Jay Business, man. Uh, I know it's Friday. I know you guys got millions of other things to do. Um, there will be uh, some, some maybe slower content for for a few days uh, uh my grandmother passed away and uh we will be going to her uh, uh funeral arrangements and and things like that like i said a lot of things be going on with the community a lot of things be going on that a lot of people don't know but we all grind to live a better life right so i want you guys to still stick around and stay around but uh we're going to depart we're going to, um, you know, have slower uh, communication with you guys maybe in the next few days, uh, maybe some pre-uploads and things like that. But at the end of the day, Cowboy Nation, we going to take it one day at a time, one movement at a time, brick by brick, y'all. You know, that means that we got extra sets of eyes out there on us and for us, and we're going to get things going the best way possible and let this be known that these Dallas Cowboys, it's just sport. It's just entertainment, right? And we talk and we want to get things going the best way possible. But at the end of the day, we can't control the outcome. We can't. We can look at it and say, yeah, we can predict that it rained. But that's only prediction. The only person that knows for sure it's going to rain is the grand creator. And yes, you know, my, my, my grandmother, she's at a better place now. She she lived to be 99. And the most remarkable thing of it all, all eight of her kids, she didn't have to bury. That's what I want right there. You know, <laughs> let me go before mine's right. Let me go and see the Lord and, and help prepare a place better. You know, you know, but it is a good thing. It's a joyous moment, right? Even though it's sad. Appreciate y'all so much. 99. Shoot. For your mind. <laughs> shoot. And, and the craziest thing. She just turned 99. Just last week. So for one week. You turn 99. And the next week. We planning. The funeral. We having the funeral. But. With that being said. Cowboy Nation. I'm right here. With you all. Prayers, thoughts, and reflections for those who inbox me on those loved ones that they lost throughout the year. I get messages every other day. Law, pray for my grandmother. Law, pray for my mom. Pray for my father. Pray for my little cousin that got locked up, right? He's innocent. Law, he's innocent. And pray for the young, the youth. DC Young Fly, he lost his fiance just the other day talking about a mommy makeover right you see we get sometimes so fixated on the outer appearance when it's all about the inner we may joke and key 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 with with, with each other but in actuality y'all know we love each other we love y'all so don't try to change something surgically to impress the rest right so no more mommy makeovers for the future. Maybe she had to suffer so someone else will not have to. I know it sounds crass to say, but that is the reality of it. 
eat right, live right, do what's right with each other, and continue to grind and shine. And even if we disagree with one another and have different sets of opinions, be bold enough to say, hey man, I was wrong. Just like I was wrong the other day. I was wrong by using that analogy about Lizzo. Beautiful spirit lady, right? The Lizzo clan came out to me. That's what really happened. <laughs> but now I'm just playing with y'all. Man, Gonzalez, appreciate you. My condolences, law. God bless you. You know, appreciate you. I always say this in, in departing. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you. But make allowance for your doubting too. If you can wait. And not be tired by waiting or lied about. Don't deal in lies or hate it and yet give way to hating. And yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. Trust me, it will be knocking at your doorstep. I get lots of people saying that, Law, I want to be great. I want to start my YouTube page. I need for you to jump on my channel. I need for you to do this for me. No, don't look for it like that. Ask not what law can do for you, but what you can do for the nation. Some great philosopher said that, <laughs> but it was about the country. But you guys give it what I'm saying. Rinse and repeat. Dedication, discipline, and consistency will always be the answer. And when the end comes for me, like Jim Rowan said, let it find me conquering a new mountain, not sliding down an old one. And if it's one thing a man should always do is mainly to himself stay true. Never allow someone to change your point of view unless what they bring makes sense to you. Never judge a man by sight alone, nor by the height he has grown. And when speaking, keep it at a moderate tone because raised voices turns hearts into stone. You see, in the beginning, there was only a few of you guys that were rolling with me, rocking with me. How about them cowboys? But then there are those who will try to be smart. They would take a decent man to alter his heart, to seek to rip him apart. No man should call them a friend or a supporter because they bend lies around the truth to meet their end. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours on this beautiful Friday. Damn. Let's go. Damn. Let's go. Give me my theme music too, baby. Give me my theme music. We're about one love. Keep grinding. The the correct quote was, "Ask not what your what you can do." What is it? The correct quote. I got it right here. The correct quote is, "Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country." That was uh, John Kennedy. Appreciate y'all had to correct that one. I didn't want to seem like I'm grandstanding. <laughs> John Kennedy. This is John F. Kennedy, right? Before my time, by the way, you know. My condolences. Appreciate the chalk talk. I choked up on the end a little bit. But we back right at it. Like four flats on a Cadillac, baby. JFK quote Yeah, 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 yeah yeah. Let me say it again without hesitations nor deviation Ask not what your country can do for you But what you can do for your country Yeah, he probably stole that one from someone too though <laughs> I 
Appreciate JFK. I forgot I'm I'm in Dallas now. Shoot. <laughs> Come on. They ain't like JFK around here, didn't they? Come on. Call it too legit. I've been really in the field, love the rush, I love the feel Lately I just wanna run it up Don't need no deals, I make the deal Have to take it to a meal Lately I just wanna Are run it crazy? up Shout out to you, Gino, with the J Lately I just wanna run it up We thinking big over here, Gino Yeah <laughs> Lately I just wanna run it up Hey Come on. I never own no chrome. Too many foes and clothes. Yeah, yeah. I be at home alone. I be in zones alone. I be on roll alone. Yeah. I be really in the field. I don't rush. I love the field. Lately, I just want to run it up. Don't need no deals. I make the deal. I have to take it to a meal. Shout out to you for the cash app, Marquita. Shout out to you. Thank you for your support. Shout out to you, Kenneth. For your support, cash out. Re- Regina Green, appreciate you for your cash out. Thank you. And E Brown, thank you, man, for getting down. Run it up, baby. Y'all know I gotta leave with with, with my song though. I forgot to ask y'all, where do you all rank Coach Mike McCarthy? Put that in the chat. DC for life. Salute. And I 
crank and ply Then probably doesn't feel that far So far, so far Give a paper crank and ply Then probably doesn't feel that far So far, so far If a paper crank can fly Riggs, Coach Mike McCarthy, man. How could he be right there 21st, man? This is terrible, man. He beat Brian DeBall last year, man. He beat you. you look, 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 look. He done beat the Vikings coach, the Detroit line coach. He done beat the most of those people that's up there, man. How could he be ranked so low, man? Come on, y'all. Come on, man. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> if you don't think he's a, he should be a, at least in the top ten category, come on, man. Come on, man. It's just disrespect, man. But but we thinking big over here, right? They thinking small. They are. You think it's small. We need to be thinking big. You need to be thinking big. You need to be thinking big. Think big. You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you're going to be, who you're going to be, who you're going to be. So the cocaine time, when does that crack? come into play for you. Until next time, DC for life.